Hey you guys, welcome to the third episode in the Versus Saga in the car with Joey Two Wallets. If you don't know who Joey Two Wallets is, it's me. <laughs> um Yeah. So today I was running you guys through a few players kind of off the cuff that I might talk about, but I didn't actually drop a bombshell. I was just want to bring up some almost made it to the saga, but didn't make it to the saga. Talked about Vince Young, who to me is always going to be an honorable mention because, you know, I was, oof, a fingernail decision between these two people. Now, everybody knows I'm a Tennessee Titan fan, so... Everybody's assumed that when I was talking about going back, I would take it back to Steve McNair. Sorry, folks. I love Steve McNair, but he's not comparable in what this episode is about today. Against Michael Vick, we talk about the experience versus the phenom. We talked about literal game intelligence I'm still close between Michael Vick and Lamar Jackson I I edge out I edge out Michael Vick by a little bit of course not career by career because Lamar Jackson not done yet but what I compare them on is just pure excitement Michael Vick still got my vote but it's very close Donovan McNabb, a reason why I selected him was right place, right time. Being selected by Philly with Andy Reid, having a defense, helped him progress. Guess what? Lamar Jackson got selected way late in the draft and is reaping the benefits of it. And today... Like I said, I wanted to go back and back and back. So, quarterback I'm going to talk to you about today was born in 1955. Okay, so we're going back a little bit. He was just formerly the coach of some years ago of Gramlin State. He graduated from Gramlin State, Gramlin State. Drafted in 1978, first round, 17th pick, to help rebuild a Tampa Bay Buccaneers franchise. Doug Williams, or Douglas Lee Williams, however you want to say it, was drafted by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in 1978 to 1982. Then played for Oklahoma Arizona Outlaws from 1984 to 85. There's a gap in which, uh, well, it's not really a gap. Well, yeah, it's a gap. He took a year off. His wife died. And uh, I know it was a long time ago, but in 1983, he lost his wife. He didn't lose his way. 
he just yeah he had a he had a rough patch in his life and it affected his game. And then after I believe it was the CFL, he came back to the Washington Reds. I'm not gonna call them by their NFL name. From '86 to '89, and you all know what happened in Super Bowl Twenty Two. The record for most thrown touchdowns for Doug Williams at the time. Doug Williams lit them up. Uh, Then when you start looking at the numbers, you know what? I'm already in the intro and I'm already getting into it. Let me take a quick break. So today's day is... And I'm going to get into why Doug Williams is comparable to Malar Jackson. I'm pretty sure you guys aren't going to see, but it's going to come clear in the next segment. And I'm going to dive right into it. Be right back, guys. Hey guys, um, I'm back. Okay, uh, I'm pretty sure you guys are wondering why Doug Williams is a factor when it comes to Lamar Jackson. Well, not the first starting black quarterback in the NFL. Because uh, if you really want to go all the way back, you can go all the way back to uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers and uh, Billy Graham, who was a better athlete, better arm talent. Then Terry Bradshaw and Terry Bradshaw would say the same thing. But in that day and age, yeah, not gonna go down that road. But uh, if you guys don't know about Billy Graham, I want to check him out. Dude was. He was a smaller version of Dante Culpepper, except Billy Graham was actually a better athlete, I believe. Just trying to go back in my mind, I'd have to like look at tape again. You know, I just know because I've you know not seen him play, but studied, saw. Um, coming out of college, Doug Williams was already going for his masters. Okay, And I quote from his very first coach, John McKay. I respect him for his strength of character. Everybody talks about Lamar Jackson and his strength of character. So that's where we're coming in with today. They both mama's boys. They'll both tell you, you know, there ain't, there ain't nothing there. That's just the truth. They both love their mamas. Um, we actually talked about a little bit about that, I believe, on Monday. We did talk. I believe it was Monday we talked about that. Not yesterday with the Don McNabb episode. But, yeah. Uh, he said, John McKay said he has great arm strength. 
and I have, and he said, and I quote, I have always loved Doug Williams. So he fell all the way to 17. Just purely because he's a black quarterback. And those first years in Tampa, just like any other quarterback in Tampa the first couple of years, he got beat up. Other than, you know, John Gruden taking Tony Dungeon's team to the Super Bowl and winning it, I think that's the real history of Tampa Bay. Those first-year quarterbacks, those second-year quarterbacks, they get really beat up. They get really beat up. I don't know what it is with Tampa Bay and the quarterbacks getting beat up, but it just happens. I didn't want to look into the Oklahoma-Arizona Outlaws from 84-85. And of course, playing for the Washington Reds, the rest is history. Now, this is what some of the things he said, they said during his draft, how do I say that? His draft interview. Um, you're black and you're a quarterback. That's really a question they asked him. How does that make you feel being black and a quarterback like he was the first ever one? Like nobody else had done it before him. And just like Lamar Jackson, an unpredictable passer, which if you look at his numbers in college, the only reason why you would question that is the average, but not not the level in which he played. He played at a very high level at Grandma State. And then you got to look at the colleges that both went to. Grandma State back then was like Louisville when Lamar Jackson was there. You know, Big East and the division that was close to Big East back then. So you can say the talent level that they played was was actually relatively even. I mean, I guess history would try and tell you that Doug Williams is a little bit better. I'm still not sure. But like I said, when the numbers, it doesn't really count when it comes to numbers with this one. It just man, you really got to look when you talk about character these are two black men who came into the league and held themselves up to the highest standards and I mean, I, you know what I didn't really want to mention what John McCain said on the other part, he's like, well I respect him his arm strength, I respect his strength of character he doesn't have five BMWs and girls in every city He's a professional's professional. Now, you'll not hear anything negative about Lamar Jackson and his personal life to date. He's a... Well, a leader, we're not... that. You know what? Doug Williams was kind of like that, too. Like a leader, leader? Mm, tough guy? Yes. Talented? Yes. Me personally, since we're putting them all in the Virtus saga, just looking at the scenario, I would actually probably put Doug Williams above Donovan McNabb 
Because if you look at the couple of systems that Doug Williams played in, he was successful. Donovan McNabb looked like a duck out of water when he wasn't in the system that he was trained in. A real bad duck out of water. And I know, I don't want people to get too far with this next thought, but Doug Williams exemplifies black excellence went to school got his masters worked with kids coached Grambling State I believe for I, I believe it was like six or seven years um, don't quote me on that I was looking at it but I didn't write it down not even gonna front so when you have John McKay who came out who said this about him, you gotta be like, you know, well, thank you for the comment, you know, now it's time to go to work. And that's just kind of what Doug Williams was like. Does that sound like anybody? Lamar Jackson got on TV the other day, if I'm not mistaken, and said, nobody cares, work harder. So there is similar traits there. Now, I don't know if, Lamar Jackson's going back to finish his Masters. I, I, I really don't know. But I do know one thing. I do believe that they are really comparable in that sense. I just really believe. And then when you try and when you talk about man can hold an interview, Lamar Jackson is getting really good at finding a way to be honest and control the narrative of the media at the same time. Doug Williams perfected that years ago, has worked on TV. You should see, you guys should see some of his speeches, some of his interviews. Doug Williams is, like, legit. He's a professional's professional. I mean, I, you know, you know, I'm going to ask y'all, what do you guys think? Because if you don't know Doug Williams, he was the first black quarterback to appear in a Super Bowl. And the first black quarterback to start and win a Super Bowl. So, so let me take that last, the part I said before that out. He's the first black quarterback to start and win a Super Bowl. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe he got knocked out for two or three plays due to a twisted knee in that Super Bowl too. And then he came back and he let their butt up. Ate him up. When you look at that game, you're like, man, that dude's got an arm. All right, there's this one pass. He had just came back in the game. I think it was a couple plays after. He throws this beautiful arcing pass down the right sideline. Falls right in the breadbasket, in stride. Dude trucks it all the way to the end zone without breaking a step that lot that arm is for real I've seen Don McNabb make that kind of throw I've seen Lamar Jackson make that kind of throw I just think Lamar Jackson can get better at it I will say one thing I think Don McNabb had a stronger arm than Lamar Jackson 
And I honestly believe, without even thinking twice about it, Michael Vick has the strongest arm on this versus Saga. Today. We're going to see what we're going to talk about tomorrow. I mean, you know, on iTunes, y'all need to, you know, follow close attention. I want to, I honestly want to see how if I can just post the audio to YouTube so that way you guys can listen to it on YouTube as well. So, um, be on the lookout for that. I'm going to see if I can figure that out. And, man, thank you guys. Like I said, I'm, I'm really excited about this versus saga. So, I guess my question is, if I had to choose between Doug Williams, who's perfected the business side of football in more ways than one, head coach, uh, consultant, I believe right now he's uh, an assistant to general manage- manager at the Washington Reds. He's worked, I believe, in four to five different front offices. I just think that Doug Williams is on a whole nother ball game that Lamar Jackson's got a lot of catching up to do. But even if you take into account what he had to go through, uh, the racial slurs, you know, people saying he couldn't do it, you can't be a quarterback in this league because you're black. I don't think Lamar Jackson's getting it that tough. My boss is here. Let me holler back at you guys there. You're gonna walk. My There's only you in my life. The only thing that's right. Hey guys, uh, sorry for the double music there. I, you know. I was trying for something else, and I was like, you know what, let me just fit to the next one. Boom, it was perfect. So, um, yeah, I just got to work, you know. My boss was driving by honking. Just wanted to say what's up before I went in. Uh, so, just to close this out, um, there's more here that I, I, I kind of want to dive into. I believe Doug Williams has gone through more adversity by far in the beginning of his career So when it comes to adversity and character, I put Doug Williams over Lamar Jackson by a notch, by a notch, because so far the Lamar Jackson not being a real man comments, which Kyler Murray got that too. Uh, The Lamar Jackson uh, being immature because of his choice of uh, counsel as far as his agent. Uh, Lamar Jackson speaking out against the NFL as far as I'm not trying out for wide receiver, all those to other people made him look immature. I didn't have a problem with him not trying out for wide receiver. I I just didn't think he was going to be this good a quarterback so soon. I thought he was a project and waiting. Even Michael Vick sat a year. Okay? He came right in. Took a losing team, ran them into the playoffs, and this year he's throwing them into the playoffs. And seeing if he can run and throw him to a Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, Doug Williams ran and threw teams to the Super Bowl, too. So, you know, it's exciting. It's exciting. I mean, you can literally look at all these guys and be like, ooh, ooh. So, I mean, what's you guys' choice as far as character? 
as far as professionalism, I think both of these men to date, actually, scratch that, I think Lamar Jackson to date has been excellent. He's not a phony baloney. And I believe at this point, when it comes to professionalism and character, only because Doug Williams would dealt with more adversity during his career having to deal with racism, having to deal with his, the, uh, his wife having brain cancer and dying on him in the middle in the middle of the beginning of his career I mean that that would be tough for anybody to deal with and actually it would be harder then because he had you have less help then than you do now you have more medical, how do you say it? There's more, uh, there's better doctors, there's better medicine, there's more information now that we can chew on, especially mental health is, is really hot right now. It's a hot button issue. I really believe that, like I said, if you take Doug Williams, you still got a really close, I would still place Doug Williams above Lamar Jackson just by an inch when it comes to just that parameter. On the field, the arm talent doesn't even compare. Doug Williams is probably has the second strongest arm on the in this versus saga. That being said, you know what? I, I'm, I was thinking about ending this episode. I think I'm gonna just hold on to it, and I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna finish it up tonight as soon as I get out of work, guys. I'm a, I'm a regular dude, y'all, for real. I go to work. I got a family. I work hard just like most of y'all who listen. And like I just, you know what? I mean, I, I really talked about everything, but part of me wants to talk about Doug Williams more. Maybe I'll get into that on another episode because I mean, when you get into the level of death threats, like it just, there's so much more to Doug Williams that meets the eye, which is one of the reasons why that he's on this list in comparison to the phenom which is known as Lamar Jackson versus the guy who was the first to be in the eye of the storm of the NFL as far as black quarterbacks are concerned thank you guys like I said when it comes to this particular topic we're talking about strength of character we're talking about high competitive spirit which I didn't even really get into that's another one they both Ooh, I think, like I said, that one too, Doug Williams, I got to give him the notch. I got to give Doug Williams a notch. They're, believe me, if you guys really like, write a list out and arm strength, everything physical, you're really going to give to Lamar Jackson. I mean, this is, this is getting really interesting, y'all. It's getting really, really interesting. But anyway, that's it. And this is Joey Two Wallets, and I'm out. And I will see you guys tomorrow.